Welcome to the Israel United in Christ podcast with the real Jew. The 12 tribes of Israel. They get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. From the words of the Most High, straight from the Bible. Join us each week as the prophets break down the basics, Bible mysteries, expose dangerous deceptions, and show you how to come back to your heritage and inherit the kingdom of heaven. These are revelations and insight that you will not get anywhere else. So he that hath an ear, let him hear. Because the prophets are about to speak. Israel United in Christ podcast. Shalom Israel and Mosin Christ bless. You're listening to a new series in the Israel United in Christ podcast, Fear of a Black Planet. And if you haven't done so yet, be sure to download the IUIC app over at iuicapp.com. Once again, that's iuicapp.com. We have the app available for Mac operating systems. So that means if you have an Apple iPhone or iPad, you can download the app. The app is also available for Android. So that means for all your Android devices. So make sure you go over to iuicapp.com and download the app. It's for free. So now let's send this out to headquarters with the bishop and the deacons. We'll continue in the series, Fear of a Black Planet. Nehemiah 2 and 10. So, as was mentioned earlier, as was mentioned earlier, you, um, you had uh, Cointelpro. Or now it's Christian Telpro now. We got Christian Telpro, apologetics, Christian Telpro. Now they're coming at us, um, and there's different sects of them. Different, it's not just one group. Don't, don't, get it, don't think it's just one guy. It's, no, it's a bunch of them. But there's one particular sect of them that have, a fat, have an infatuation and an obsession with us, either by FBI reasons or by their own personal reasons. I lean more towards FBI reasons. But the bottom line is, is that there is a certain, the infatuation translates to fear. No matter how, you know, Esau, he's very, very, hmm, how I put it? They're very, very cunning in terms of when they're afraid of you or they're angered, they have to carry themselves in a certain demeanor that comes off at the night, like, like you're a pushover. Like, eh, whatever, these guys, he's black, Hebrew Israelites. ha, ha, ha. Oh, Biff. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> These guys think they're Jews. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're scared out of their mind. Put on that poker face. Amber. <laughs> Tiff. <laughs> they think they're Jews. <laughs> they're afraid of us. Hey. Don't, fall for, don't fall for the smiles. Don't fall for that. They're afraid of us. I'm telling you straight. Yeah, and you know how you know they, that they're afraid of us? You know, when you see... When you see they going and sit down and reading Deuteronomy 28 and reading the scriptures that we bring forth and trying to dissect it to find a way to try to, yeah. to, to, to debunk it, that show you that there is a fear there, man. That show you that there is a fear. That's how you know they fear. Because when you watch the video, they're always trying to, like, everything we say, every scripture we pull, they're trying to find something to counteract it when they can't. You understand? <laughs> Right, you don't see him trying to debunk the Quran. None of that. You don't go into the Quran and try to debunk Sarah, well, Sarah, whatever they call it, Sarah or whatever names they have. Mm-hmm. Cow, they ain't trying to debunk that, or the, they ain't trying to debunk the Maat, the, 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 the um, confessions. They ain't trying to debunk that. 
Because the, 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 um, the conscious community, they say that the commandments came from Egypt. Yeah. They don't try to debunk them. No. Eat them alone. Because that is not a threat to them. They don't, they're, not, they're not threatened by that. They're like, ah, you guys think you're African. That's cool. Well, we can go with We can run with that. But watch this. Watch this. Follow my thought. Watch this. They argue and say that our understanding of Jacob being a black man and Esau being a white man is ridiculous. You know how they talk. It's ridiculous. It's preposterous. These guys think that Esau was a white man. <laughs> listen. Listen to me carefully. To listen to the hypocrisy. They'll say that Esau and Jacob were not um, black, well, not white and black, whatever, right? Esau and Jacob were not white and black, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you examine Ham, let's examine Ham for a second. They'll say that we're Hamites, right? Which Hamites are we? You're Cush. Okay, well, Cush. Okay, cool. So, Cush had three other brothers, right? He, Ham had four sons. He had Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan, right? So, if Cush is, is the father of Ethiopians, which means burnt-faced, right? That burnt-faced brother had three other men that were his siblings from the same parents. And yet, somehow, Mizraim is white, So it means that Ham is a progenitor of a white race and black race, kind of how we say that Isaac is a progenitor of a white and black race. But we're preposterous. It doesn't make any sense. I'm confused. Do y'all follow what I just said? Do you hear the hypocrisy in that? The Egyptians, Ham Ham is a progenitor of all the um, people of African continent. All of them. Ham is a progenitor of Canaan, Put, Cush, and Mizraim. Egyptians, Libyans, Canaanites, and South Africans, right? But somehow, out of four of those black children, one's white. Explain this to me. I need to understand. Esau and Jacob is ridiculous. Preposterous. Mizraim and Cush, white and black. I don't get it. Because they know... That if, if Mizraim is black and Moses looked like Mizraim there you go. and Paul looked like Mizraim and Joseph passed him Mizraim, the Jews is black. Mm-hmm. Boom. So we got to debunk that. We got to okay, run away around it. Too, oh. No, no, white man. It's too late now. It's, it's, it's stop. The train's already moving now. You're trying to catch it while it's at the stop. We're done. We're gone. Deacon. We're moving. It's stop. It got so bad with them. Not only did they show you during the time of Cesar B. DeMille's uh, Ten Commandments, that movie that comes out every year around Passover time, where they have Woody Stroll, the black actor, playing as the king of the Ethiopians, coming to the Egyptians, played by Yul Brenner, played by white folks. And both of those are, 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 are blood brothers. They're supposed, just like the point you're bringing out. But they got the Egyptians played as white people. And they got the and they got uh, the Ethiopians because they can't lie about them. Nope. Everybody knows the Ethiopians they can't lie about them, so they got him as black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me show you how deep they go, how deep their their, their uh, psychotic minds go. Even re- with the recent movie like the Bible, that's the more recent one that came out a few years ago. They had Samson played as a black man. Samson as a black man in the movie. And the Israelites are white people. They got, they got, they got so-called. They got this white man playing Jesus, the white man playing Mary, and all of this. But Samson is a black man in the movie. 
because that's supposed to represent him him messing up with God. That's the reason why they did that. That was some uh, that was some warfare that they were right subliminal warfare on that. But if they have Samson as black, that means the whole nation of Israel was black. And that's in the movie. Go ahead, Deacon. That's it. You got to use that. You got to ask him that. So how is the Egyptians white and his brother is black? Is it the same argument we use? Now, we know historically that Esau is a white man. He says it in his own books. I brought it out in the video. The elder brought it out. That's a dead issue to me. You can argue if you want to. Regardless of who Esau is, he's condemned. So even if you say he's not the white man, we can go with that lie. I love, I love that. That's fun to me. Esau not the white man? No problem. He exists, right? Because you get the proof he doesn't exist. He does exist. All nations exist. So therefore, regardless of whoever he is on this earth, whether he's excluding white people, there's a nation on the earth that's condemned, which means all nations cannot be saved. So you're still destroyed. You can't stop us. Stop it. Stop. That's why you, that's why you always just go to Romans 9, 13 for everything. And Obadiah. Romans 9 and Obadiah. And that's, that's the end you of stay it. Stay there. Don't go nowhere else. Nehemiah 2 and 10. The book of Nehemiah, chapter 2 and verse 10. When Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the Ammonite, heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. They found it to be a threat that a brother came along and sought the welfare of the children of Israel, of his own people. Heathens don't like seeing that. That's Quintupro's that's origin right there. The, the, to neutralize or isolate or to remove a threat that loves and cares excuse me, for their people. We're reading it right here. Get 1 Maccabees 3 and 1. Hey, how this work today? It says that it grieved. Read that one more time. Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 10. When Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant, the Ammonite, heard of it, it grieved them exceedingly that there was come a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. So how does it grieve the nations today when, when they, when, how does this scripture apply today? Today when they see us rising up and we on the street teaching this gospel, that's what grieving them. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because we out there, why are we out there? We out there to wake our people up. We are there to deal with our people. So when they see us seeking their fear of our people, their fear of the children of Israel, we are they teaching our people that, listen, you all are the Israelites. And when they see what they see and they see in Israel waking up throughout the four corners of the earth, you understand? They see in schools setting up in different countries. You understand? They see that there are men that seeking the fear of the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. You understand? And that man is us. You understand? That man, those men is you, brothers. You understand that's throughout the Americas, that's in England, Netherlands, in, in London, in, in the Caribbean islands, that's out there te- um, teaching, waking Israel up. You, you all are the ones that, why these men is getting mad? Why these, these heathens is getting mad? Mm-hmm. All right? Here's First Maccabees 3, verse 1. The book of First Maccabees, chapter 3 and verse 1. Then his son Judas, called Maccabeus, rose up in his stead. Mattathias' stead. Go ahead. And all his brethren helped him. And so did all they that held with his father. Uh-huh. And they fought with, the, with cheerfulness the battle of Israel. Go ahead. So he got his people great honor and put on a breastplate as a giant and girt his warlike harness about him. And he made battles protecting the host with his sword. 
In his acts, he was like a lion, and like a lion's whelp roaring for his prey. In his acts, he was like a lion, like a lion's whelp roaring after the, for his prey. I mean, he was a young, fierce, powerful lion in his, in his time. Go ahead. For he pursued the wicked and sought them out and burnt up those that vexed his people. Mm-hmm. Wherefore, the wicked shrunk for fear of him. Great fear fell upon them which saw him. Because this guy rose up for the, for the welfare of his people as well. Matthias... His father and himself rose up for the welfare of their people. We have part again. Wherefore the wicked shrunk for fear of him, uh-huh. and all the workers of iniquity were troubled. Our own people. Go ahead. Because salvation prospered in his hand. Because he was a savior. Maccabees, Matthias, line, they were a line of saviors. Simon, those five sons were saviors. All right? So now, give me chapter, no, get verse um, 43. First Maccabees chapter 3 and verse 43. They said one to another, let us restore the decayed estate of our people. Seek the welfare, let's seek the welfare of our people. Same thing. Let us restore the decayed estate of our people. Go ahead. And let us fight for our people and the sanctuary. That's what we're doing. Fighting for our people and our kingdom. That's what Israel was doing. Jump to verse, yo, chapter 5, verse 16. First Maccabees chapter 5 and verse 16. Now when Judas and the people heard these words, there assembled a great congregation together. Watch this. Go ahead. To consult what they should do for their brethren uh-huh. that were in trouble and assaulted of them. For example, Camilla, Georgia. That's a prime example of Israel coming together, seeing the evil going on over there, and us going over there and visiting it. And speaking to our people and letting them know what the solutions are according to the Bible. That struck a nerve. And even my pastor reached out to the elder and said, no, listen to them. They're a cult. Yeah. While, meantime, meanwhile, niggas can't be around us. Yeah. You can't bury, you, you can't be in the same grave as us. Blow we'll blow the grave up if you, if you don't get them out of there. But we're a cult. We're the crazy ones. But you mistreating our people over there, get them a high electric bills over there. They can barely afford to survive over there. We'll let you build alone. And y'all living comfortable, but our people are split, uh, um, separated from you. You're mistreating them over there. But we're the cult? Really? You setting up councilmen up there without any consult of the whole, with the blacks in the council, disregarding them, putting your friends up in, in positions of power right before our, our eyes in the council. And we, we, we're powerless to that, powerless. But we're the cult, really? That's all fear. It is fear. Read again. Verse uh, 16. 16. Now, when Judas and the people heard these words, there assembled a great congregation together. To consult what they should do for their brethren that were in trouble. Our people and, over there are in trouble. Go ahead. And assaulted of them. And are assaulted of them. Go ahead. Then said Judas unto Simon his brother, Choose thee out men and go and deliver thy brethren that are in Galilee. You six to men, Simon, go to Galilee. Go ahead. For I and Jonathan, my brother, and me will, and our brother Jonathan, go ahead. Will go into the country of Galad. Gilead. We'll go this place. You go that way, we go that way to go and help our people in these areas. Go ahead. So he left Joseph, the son of Zacharias, and Azarias, captains of the people. So they had men under them that took care of business while they were away. Of course, these guys were rebellious, but... Nonetheless, these men were set up under these leaders to go and had a certain job. That's what we have in here, officers and captains. For the same same reason, they had officers and captains. All right? Now, give me Nehemiah 4 and 1. I go over this all the time, but it's very important to the lesson. Nehemiah 4 and verse 1. We're going to read to verse 8. The book of Nehemiah, chapter 4 and verse 1. 
But it came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we builded the wall. It's that same Sanballat from before, the same Sanballat from Nehemiah 2 and 10. That got, I heard that there was a man that was seeking the welfare of his people. It made him angry. It's the same Sanballat. Go ahead. He was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. So he was wroth. He got upset. He saw someone, Nehemiah and them, rising up to help rebuild what was destroyed by the Babylonians. The Babylonians had destroyed, and um, this was the... the um, the, they were trying to clean up what was destroyed by the Babylonians. Nehemiah came to rebuild the wall. Prior to these guys, prior to Nehemiah and Ezra, you had Joshua and Zerubbabel building the temple. Then Nehemiah came around 444 BC, and they helped rebuild the walls and the home and the houses um, within the walls and the gates and bars and so forth. And these guys were mad. These heathens were upset about that. They enjoyed seeing us live in squalor, like us in the ghetto. Heathens enjoy that. That's why they have tour buses go through Harlem. Taking pictures. They enjoy seeing us live in squalor. They love it. So a black man come around out of nowhere and go, let's, let's clean this community up. Let's clean Harlem up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Hold on. Biff. Hey. Hey, Biff. Hey. Biff. He's going to try to build Harlem. No, no. We got to stop that. No, no, no. Let's put a, let's put a Whole Foods there and raise the rent up. Move these niggas out of here. And call, and call it, Sally call it now? Sobo, we call it now? Harlem? Upper Manhattan. Upper Manhattan now. Harlem is not Upper, Harlem is not upper Manhattan. That means we successfully got Negroes out of there. That's what it means. Yep. You out. Strike three, you out. Boom. That's what it means. Gentrification in, full, gentrification in full effect. Read again. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 2. And he spake before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, What do these feeble Jews? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? He's mocking us. They're making mockery. These guys are going to do what? <laughs> They're going to rebuild the walls? <laughs> That's what heathens do. They laugh at you. They mock you. It's a form of, it's an indirect way of intimidation. That's what they do. They mock you, put doubt in your mind. You can't do it. That's what it is. It's a tactic to keep you from being successful. They mock you, make fun of you. That's what they do. For example, there's an image. <coughs> there's a movie out coming on um, that's out now. Called Black Panther. Black director, all black, pretty much all black cast. And they have a picture of Black Panther like this. It's like this, this clause. They took a watermelon and put it in his hand and said, nigga man. Mockery. Mockery. It's comical, but that's what he saw as hilarious. It's what he does. It's mockery because black folks are happy to see a black man, an all black cast in a movie or whatever, even though, of course, it's Marvel's behind it. So we can't get too happy. Because Marvel's not a black-owned company. Let's, let's, let's not be sidetracked by that. Some of us, it's like the same as Obama. It's the same thing. Oh, wow, black president. Wow, black movie. Stop. Stop. Who put him in office? Who put the movie out there? Don't get, don't get brainwashed with that. I'm happy. I like Black Panther. I love, I love comic books. I just watch it all the time. I love Black Panther. But let's not lose track behind who's behind Marvel. Who allowed, who allowed it to be released in the first place? That's not. I show you. You watch the movie. They're gonna put some stuff in there. You're gonna be like, the hell. I'm telling you. Don't get home. Don't be brainwashed. But there's a there's a picture also. I wish that brother didn't send to me. It's a picture. Let me see if I have you sent to me yet. Hey, I ain't gonna be surprised that that's is some kind of gay scene or no. something in the Black Panther. Nope. There no? No I'm, I'm gonna get to that later. I'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Uh, I'm gonna do that later. Watch this. Some... No, I'll do that later. You bet. I'm gonna get to that. Here we go. Now I'm gonna say something real quick. No, no. I want to share something real fast. Yeah, that's right there. See, nigga man. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But from the looks of it, it looks pretty. 
True to me. Mockery. Yeah, father, say father unknown, something like that. You know, his father died in Avengers, but somehow his father's unknown. He's eating to the devil. Now, go, go, that's a mockery. That's a mockery of black families. Right. So they say you don't know who your father is. That's right. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, go to what I sent you. Go me real fast. Now, don't, 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 put, don't put it up yet. How many of y'all, hold on, don't put it up yet. How many of y'all going to see Black Panther? Raise your hand. Be honest. Who's going to see it? I'm going to see it. Put your hands down. How many of y'all saw Breath of a Nation? Raise your hand. Wow, all praise is good, good. I'm about to be this. I'm about to tear y'all up, boy. Hey, hey, Woo! hold on, hold on. You, uh, hey, that's hey, a lineup. That's a lineup listen, question. Listen, you, you gave them credit too early, man. Those of you all that went to the movies and saw Birth of the, a Nation, not that live stream it or steal it off of the internet. Who paid to see in theaters? Raise your hand. Okay, right, you see it. the numbers? Yeah, we got a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Should be ascending yourselves. <laughs> Put the picture up, uh, um, the image on um, Groupie. I posted a picture. Watch this. Now watch this. Now you got all these jakes happy about Black Panther. Woo! Yeah, Black Panther. Woo! Wakanda, not a real place. Yeah! <laughs> Black heroes. Yeah! T'Challa, T'Chaka. Yeah! Blow it up, please. Now, none of them were raving about that movie there, Birth of a Nation. I went to the theaters. I went to the theaters. And the seats are not as full. Right. I guarantee you, Panther seats was full. They were out the door to see that movie. Because Negroes love fantasy. Love it. They love fantasy. Love fantasy. Oh, wow. Wow, Black Panther. Wow. Look at his suit. It's made of vibranium. Is that real, brother? No, but it's still vibranium. Yeah. Grown 40-year-old men saying that nonsense. Then you have a real black hero who was real, who actually existed, who fought for his people, named Nat Turner, funded, directed, and written by a black man. And the white man goes, he's a rapist. Niggas go, wow, get him, raw. They freaking dogpile him. When it was all a lie, he was not a rapist. It was proven to be a lie. The woman lied. But again, propaganda made it where black folks turn on this brother who enacted a real superhero. And now we're losing our mind because Marvel give us a fake one, a fake black one. We are a spiritually dead and dumb people. I'm going to tell you straight up. Spiritually dead and dumb. It's all, those are the words that's anonymous. We are a sadish people. Sadish, that's the word the Bible uses. We are a sadish people. Hey, that wouldn't be an excuse for them not going to see uh, Birth of a Nation because Christopher Columbus was a known rapist. Mm-hmm. And our people love to celebrate that. Mm. Right, and watch this. White folks are mad about Black Panther, right? But Birth of a Nation funded white supremacy. The original Birth of a Nation. That incited the KKK. That incited it. Made it go even larger. No one mentions that. No one argues about that. But nigger man. But what about the Klan movie I made, Birth of a Nation, the original one? Because that movie was basically him doing a response against it. That's why he named named it Birth of a Nation. Y'all realize that? I know y'all realize that, right? Okay. No, no when you all watch a Birth of a Nation, Birth of a Nation is about a brother that was fighting against oppression. You understand that 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 was killing a lot of Edomites. You know, so you all you all see why Esau had to try to shut that down. Yeah, he did. You know, and then he come with this Black Panther, which is a fantasy novel. You know, what I mean, as I said, I like watching Black Panther when I was young, growing up. Mm-hmm. Used to watch that. You know, um, Justice League and all of that. But all of that is fantasy. You know. Mm-hmm. 
all of that is fantasy. Now we we living in a real world, but Esau is pushing this fantasy on our people. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no place you want you. What's what's it called? Wakanda, Wakanda. You know, it's no Wakanda, man. <laughs> it's no Wakanda. So right. we gotta get that. We gotta come to real life and watch our real things, man. You know, Birth of a Nation. That's right. a, that's a movie that. Everybody, every right. black person here in America should go watch. Right. You know, but what did Esau did? Esau blackballed it. Mm-hmm. The same way oh Esau trying to blackball this right. movie right here, but but because the you know you got Edomites back in it that create the movie, they, they ain't gonna really black they can't blackball it. Right, because money's know? in their pocket, they ain't gonna waste their money in their pocket. And and incites a sense of dignity in us watching Pat Panther. Black heroes, you saw a video video little kids dancing to it. There's a video of kids was like, yeah, black. they was doing a little dance to it because they were happy. The black kids was happy to see a black superhero on screen. So it incites a sense of, of a superhero. A black man could be a superhero, fighting for his people, he's a leader. He's smart. He's wealthy. He's not gay. Right. Thank the Lord. That's the point Almighty. that Thank I wanted God. to bring out. Right, right, right. Not, not just the gay thing about what, like, what Deacon Malachi is saying about inspiring, so, like, like a, have a superhero among us. Mm-hmm. Although it's, it's fantasy in terms of, 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 real, of real situations like Nat Turner, but it still can have an effect on the children to look up to their own as opposed to looking up to, quote-unquote, white superheroes. Now, some may argue... Watch this. I think like a Negro thinks. Some of y'all may say, what about Brother Vernation? He's married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. That's true. Maybe. Sometimes she looks kind of weird to me. I don't know. I'll leave it alone. But the point is this. Regardless of who he's married to, he still understood. He still stood by um, the strength of inspiring in us a sense of, 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 of black, of self-dignity by showing us a true black hero that existed and fought for us people. Mm-hmm. That was his point. Regardless, now we all know, of course, you know, he should marry, he, he's on the world, he hasn't repented yet. But nonetheless, you got black folks that say he married to a white girl, blah, 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 blah. But then they go and see a white produced movie about black heroes. Right. What's the difference? There is no difference. Regardless. And the difference is that Nat Turner was a real person that fought, for, that fought and loved his people. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And I guarantee you, I could be wrong. Might be a spoiler. I guarantee you, the villain is is Nat Turner. I guarantee you, the guy playing the villain is gonna be the good guy. It's gonna be it's gonna be um, revolver verse. It's like Zod and Superman's gonna be the same thing. Watch. I guarantee it. Never fails. It's gonna be some kind of message in there to love everybody. We're all one, and let's all integrate. Watch, watch. Don't get too excited. I like it because it's entertaining. The, the graphics, woo! The graphics and the CGI is excellent. But watch the story. Watch. Pay attention. Now let's get um. What I want. Nehemiah 4, verse 1. You want to say something? Nehemiah 4, we were at. We're at verse 3. Oh, somebody uh, had the hand up, right? Three. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, uh, this is Donovan. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, Brother Abdon. There's been um, blogs written about uh, the Black Panther sequel that's coming out in 2019. Mm. And um, one of the rumors and some of the stuff that I've read personally is the story in regards to the, the sequel, which won't be, Black Panther won't be in there, but the women who are the bodyguards of the Black oh, the Panther, soldiers, Panther yeah. they will be the, the main characters. Right. And one of the sidebar of the story in regards to that is that the women won't be, will be all Lesbians, basically. Right. Right. So um, 
Who's surprised? Right. So, so there, there's blogs going on. If you read the entertainment magazine and stuff like that, they had stories on that. Right. But now you don't see it no more. But earlier, I, I, before the movie was released, uh, what was it, 2017, you had stories about that story and who wrote, who was commissioned to write that script, which is a lady who uh, wrote these little pamphlets mm-hmm. about the, you know, Little 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 girls who right. I, I forgot these stories that they, right little, little little stories right yeah so it's it's a it's a white lesbian woman who is basically commissioned to to oh, write the the sequel to that don't be surprised right it's like it's like with Blade when Mark when Blade when Mark when Matrix came out one that was great black a sister wrote that of course they hid that hid that away but Chelsea brother stole that screenplay started from her. Her name was um, her name was um, what's her name? Her name was, I forgot her name. Her name escapes me. But she wrote Matrix, whatever. Sophia Stewart, thank you. Then the Wachowski brothers, um, stole the screenplay and made it their own. Then they made part two and three to cover themselves and ruined it. So while two and three was bombing, they came out with Blade, a black superhero Marvel again. And one is good, and two was better than one. And then three came out. What they do? Put the white guy in the front, white woman in front, Nightwalkers. They had Jessica Biel, and they have Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool in there. He's the whole main, main character. And Blade's all getting beat up by some... It was horrible. It was horrible. But that's what they do. And they see the black superhero getting too much shine. Okay, push his black behind the back, put the white folks in front, put the gays in the front. That's what they do. This is what they do. All right, that's a wrap for this episode in this series, Fear of a Black Planet. Lord willing, we will be here next week with another episode and continue to detox our people from the lies they've been told about who you are and where you come from and where you're going. Until then, spread the word about this show. And always remember, keep the commandments of the Most High. Shalom. Most High in Christ bless. And thank you for listening to the Israel United in Christ podcast. If you like what you heard, we do hope you pass along our web address. That's IUICpodcast.com. That's IUICpodcast.com. To your family, friends, and colleagues, be sure to check out our archive of previous podcasts. Be sure to check the live class schedule to join us for our next live web streaming Sabbath class. Join us next time for another edition of the Israel United in Christ podcast with the real Jews, the 12 tribes of Israel, and spread the word about the show. Until next time, Mosai Christ bless you and yours.